WebCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. If you're of a certain age, like me, when you hear DJ or disc jockey, a lot of times you're probably thinking of radio uh, DJ or disc jockey. But there's a much wider world out there, and I have a feeling probably that most of the DJs or disc jockeys uh, aren't on the radio. They are in clubs. They're in performing venues. They may be at weddings or at parties. Uh, Maybe you've seen them on stage. Uh, My guest this morning is somebody who does just that. She is professionally known as DJ Jess. Uh, Her name is Jessica McKelvey. She is from White Oak. Uh, Good morning, Jess. Good morning, Jay. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for for taking some time to to talk with us. You uh, are coming off um, an amazing couple of weeks. Uh, You were on Stage AE with uh, Sheila E., weren't you? Oh, my goodness, yeah. That was um, probably my most favorite event that I'm doing this year. And the year's not even over. That was uh, was for a benefit concert called Women Who Rock, and it funded McGee Women's Research Institute. So I found out about the concert just by stalking Facebook events, okay. which <laughs> I do quite frequently to see what's happening in the city. So I found it, and I messaged the organizer, Melinda Colazzi, and I asked her if they had a DJ, and they'd never done that before. And we moved forward. She checked out my work and decided to bring me on. So I opened up the night with an hour-and-a-half set featuring iconic women artists, everything from Aaliyah, to Alanis, to Hart, to Janis Joplin, and then there was also the Pittsburgh Women's Acapella Choir, Lindsay Smith, uh, Pittsburgh Soul Goddaughter, and uh, Sheila E., and then there was a Rising Star contest that different um, artists who were trying to make it, younger artists through the ages of, I think, like 15 to 20, submitted, and it was Melina Bowser who won, so she also performed. But you, you also were featured on one of the floats at uh, Pittsburgh Pride Fest, which I think was last weekend, correct? Did I yeah, see that, too? Yeah, that was this past Sunday. So I actually booked that three days before <laughs> when I got the email. I was like, oh, my goodness, is this real? You know, it was a company from California that the client, which was Tito's, um, Tito's Vodka, okay, sure. hired a marketing agency out of California to search for talent. So I got the email, responded quickly, booked that. Um, so, yeah, I was down in Pittsburgh and on top of the float DJing, which it was insane. Usually I dance while I mix, and I think pretty much a lot of my dance moves were just me falling backwards. <laughs> whenever, whenever the float would stop, like, I would just try to work it into my, to my moves, but it was great. They had an awesome sound system on the float. I just brought my decks and plugged in, and uh, I played a lot of just kind of club, upbeat music and motivational music that, you know, kind of, just set the atmosphere for a really fun time. Uh, give us, uh, before we go too much further, um, give us uh, the best ways to contact you. Website, Facebook, uh, how would people find out more information about you? So I do have a pretty sweet website that lists my background and my bio, and you can listen to a few mixes and watch videos. That is djjeff412.com. Okay. So djjeff412.com. And then also I am on Facebook as DJ Jess 412. Same for Instagram, DJ Jess 412. 
and YouTube. So it's the same all across the board. I, I, have, a, I have a lot of questions. Jessica McKelvey, uh, DJ Jess is her professional name, is our guest this morning. And we're talking about um, a, a lot of things, but including one of the things I want to ask you about a little bit later on in the half hour is... Uh, DJing, for for whatever reason, I think a lot of people think of as a male-dominated profession, but that seems like that mm-hmm. is starting to change. But before we get yeah. too far down that path, let, let me ask you, because I think for, for folks maybe who are listening who grew up with, you know, uh, DJs on the radio, and, and a lot of most radio stations, a lot of them at least, don't have uh, live announcers anymore, you know, they may be familiar with going to a dance and a DJ uh playing the music there or going to a wedding. But w- w- modern day, when we talk about a disc jockey or a DJ, what is that person doing? What kind of music are they mixing? How are they interacting with the crowd or the audience? So you're asking me the modern day radio DJ or the modern day mobile? Well, or... I'm, well I'm asking what a DJ is, really. I'm asking sort of oh, a much more basic, is, yeah, yeah, much more okay, basic so, question. Yeah, I guess it just depends on what the event is because when it comes to weddings, a DJ is a DJ, yes, but the DJ is also the MC. You know, they're the person that's in charge of letting everybody know what's going on. They are the scheduler. They're keeping things moving. They correspond with all the different vendors about what the next event to, event is that's, you know, prior to and during. And um, when you do a club, your main job is to make sure that people's energy level stays up and that they're having a good time while they're drinking. Well, that was I was going to ask you about like being on a float, for instance, um, because because a lot of people probably who are listening to this are saying, well, why do they need a disc jockey on the float? Why can't they just play music off? And and I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Why can't they just play music off their phone or off an iPad or (laughs) an MP3 player or something? What what does the DJ bring to this? Yeah, good call. So, you know, when you just play music, you pick a list, and you don't know what the atmosphere is going to be like. You're just taking a guess of what you think is going to work. And, you know, I do always prep that. But when you're in the moment, you are able to change up that music to suit the emotion because music creates emotion, which thus creates a memory. And that's what you're going for is you can't pre-plan emotions and energy. You have to be in the moment for that. So that's what they wanted. They wanted an upbeat club vibe. You know, it's a monumental event. It's pride. It's, it's standing for something, which is even bigger um, than, than words I can give it. So I, I kind of fed off of what I felt like the crowd was doing, what I felt like the people, there, were, there was a, um, a crew on my boat that was kind mm-hmm. of dancing around and throwing out shirts. So instead of playing your basic, I don't know, I will survive like Gloria yeah. Gaynor, which is like the go-to for the anthems of making it and everything. <laughs> you know, right. I could kind of say, okay, but let me just throw in a quick club mix that has a little bit more of a techno beat, not really any lyrics, and then I'm going to mix into one of those anthems to give it the extra oomph. So you're just taking music to the next level and really feeding off that emotion. We're talking with uh, Jessica McKelvey. She's known as DJ Jess. You can find her website at djjess412.com. You can also find her on Facebook at uh, djjess412. Okay, you're going to have to roll this back a little bit. Uh, so define for, for some of our listeners, and, and this is going out on, on one station that plays a lot of ethnic music and on another station that plays a lot of jazz. So people are like scratching their heads and going, well, what, what, is, what does club mix mean? What does techno mean? Define, what's a club mix? So a club mix is a song that you would regularly hear. Um, for example, let's take, let's take um, Bill Weathers, Ain't No Sunshine, yeah. right? And then you make the song a little faster. Let's say it's at 100 beats per minute, which is basically like, dun, dun, 
done. And the club mix is at, typically, it starts at 128, which is more like dun, 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 dun. Okay. So it's got a faster beat, which promotes dancing. And then instead of just having um, the regular instruments and backtrack to it, it has these special effects. Maybe a build. Dun, 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 ain't no sunshine. You know, stuff like that. So it's more intense. It, it, it sounds more intense, and it also sounds like that would be something that to to do well is difficult and would be easy to mess that up. Am I accurate there? Well, you know what? To be honest, club music is my favorite to mix because a lot of it is the same beats per minute, which the beats per minute, that that allows you to mix it. You never want to go 10 up or 10 down. So I can mix something that's 128 and 138. Um, but and, and it's hard when you're playing every style because you get everything from 64 up to 156. But with club music, it's all at 128. So honestly, as long as you just stay within you know that style, it's pretty simple to put together. You just have to know what song to play next. For for people who maybe were were coming of age, were teenagers or young adults in in the 70s, and and maybe remember some of the great uh, discos that we had in the area, 2001 being one of them, uh, out in in White Oak, actually where you're at, um, mm-hmm. but but all over uh, the Pittsburgh area, Heaven I think was another one that was in downtown Pittsburgh. Um, would, would the, does this sort of club scene grow out of what was the disco scene in the 70s and early 80s? Has it grown out of it? Yeah, I would. I mean, I unfortunately I would love to have been able to go to some clubs in that time, but I didn't start going to the clubs until <laughs> about 2003. So uh-huh. I I don't know. You know, I've seen it in movies and everything, yeah. and I think that was the time to be alive. Personally, my opinion. <laughs> um, the club scene now. I <laughs> I don't know about the clothes, but okay, but the music and yeah. the scene. <laughs> That is a good point. I think about that from the 90s anyways, too, and the 80s. But um, I never really got into DJing at the clubs. I just bring that style to the events that I do because okay. I love the art of mixing when it comes to club style because that, you know, the club style is quick hitters. Uh, song for A song for a minute and a half and then on to the next one. Let's take but, a, let's, let's take, we have to take a quick break. Uh, hold that thought. And when, we, and when we come back, uh, let's finish that thought. And let's also, I want to ask you a little bit about your background. Um, also want to ask you uh, how people can learn to, to do this if they want to or, or where they go for more information. And ask you why this has been a male-dominated profession, but that that seems to be changing, okay? Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Uh, Jess McKelvey is our guest. She is known as DJ Jess. You can find her online at djjess412.com. She's also on Facebook at djjess412. She was recently featured at Stage AE as one of the women who rock, uh, was on a float at Pride Fest, and who knows, maybe coming to a party or event uh, near you uh, somewhere on the East Coast of the United States. You're listening to uh, Two Rivers 30 Minutes broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport here. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. 
Welcome back. Our guest this morning is uh, Jessica McKelvey. She's a professional DJ disc jockey. Uh, she does have a radio show. We'll talk about that uh, in a couple of minutes, but uh, is is better known um, in the Pittsburgh area as a event and party DJ. She was recently featured as one of the women who rock. She is from White Oak, so from the uh, Armand Valley area. You can find her website at djjess412.com. When we took the break, uh, you were getting into why you enjoy that style of, of mixing the club music, whereas um, I do so, I have occasionally done some uh, parties and DJs, and I sort of am the more traditional what people may think of when they think of a disc jockey, which I'm going from one song to the next. But um, it's a little bit different, but it's the same. And you, as you said earlier in the half hour, you're trying to set an emotion. You're trying to set a mood. You're trying to uh, capture whatever the atmosphere is in the room. Exactly. Yeah. So, you, you know, it's more than just pre-planning a playlist of what you think could work and more about focus on, focusing on the elements of the song and the emotion and energy that's in the room. Because as I mentioned before, something I learned at a DJ conference that I went to in Las Vegas is that, you know, music, music creates an emotion, which then creates a memory. So that's huge to me that know that I, I play a part in that. And when I say getting more into the music, the actual song, not only do I mix by beats per minute, I also mix in key. Okay. So that from one song to the next, um, it sounds good to your ears. Is it a little you know, bit like? Is it a little bit like? I'm sorry to interrupt you again, but is it a little bit like um, uh, someone who is a composer who is asked to put music uh, to a movie or to a TV show? Ah, it's funny you should say that because I used to have this slogan. Um, what, what was it? Something about creating the perfect soundtrack to your event. Okay. Because exactly, man, it's it's the background music. Sometimes it sets the scene. You know, whenever you could watch a show without the track, without the song, and it doesn't get you. But then you add, you know, Green Day, Time of My Life to the background of it, and you're bawling your eyes out. <laughs> and it's creating emotion. You know, so exactly, you got it. You nailed okay. it. Okay. Uh, Jessica McKelvey is our guest this morning. She is a professional DJ, recently featured as one of the women who rock. Um, you can find her online at djjess412.com. Tell us about yourself. Where where did you grow up? Are you originally from the Pittsburgh Mon Valley area, or are you from someplace else? Yeah, so White Oak. White Oak is where I was born and raised from the time I was zero until the time I was about 19, 18. Then I moved to, or I grew up, um, for those of you familiar with White Oak, I have to throw this in. Okay. I don't know if you remember Stan's Restaurant. Oh, yes, of course. It's now a pizza yes, place. Yeah, Stan's. It was the best. I grew up on the same block as Stan's Restaurant, and then okay. um, upon graduating high school, I went to Edinburgh University, and that's where I started DJing. And then after Edinburgh, I went to Carlo and got a master's in teaching, and then fast forward, decided to be a DJ. Well, uh, what was your music growing up? What was the soundtrack of your life growing up? Oh, my goodness. I remember a lot of Yes. Okay. Um, I listened to Yes a lot through my parents' headphones, and I jumped on the trampoline. There was a lot of Eagles, a lot of Jimi Hendrix, the Beatles, um, Fleetwood Mac. So a lot of the classic rock that yeah. uh, the, the, the generation, and I think you and I are not too far apart in age, that, that yeah. generation that uh, was born in the late 70s, early 80s, our parents' music. Yes, exactly. That was that. They weren't really... Um, they weren't getting down to a lot of the synthesized 80s music or the hair band. It right. was more about the classics. The, the 60s and, and 70s stuff. And then what did that sort of serve as a gateway? What kind of music did that serve as a gateway for you two? Uh, you know, I listened to a lot of that when I was younger, but I do remember the first CD that I bought was by a group from the Mickey Mouse Club. 
called, yeah, it's I remember right. it was called The Party was the name of the group. Go figure. I like to do party. But then I transitioned into a lot of the 90s alternative, everything from Nirvana, Bush, whole um, Jars of Clay, Christian Rock, Our Lady Peace. So yeah. I didn't really go towards the, the rap stuff first, which I do like rap. I went more for the music instrument, you know, instruments being played type of music because that's what I was. I think that's that's what I grew up on. So that was my first love. My my first record that I bought was uh, Weird Al Yankovic, even worse. So nice. you don't don't worry, you have to worry about Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, DJ Jess is our guest this morning. Jessica McKelvey, she's from White Oak. DJ Jess four one two dot com. Uh, we're talking about this this career path of being a disc jockey, uh, being uh, doing events, not disc jockey on the radio, but disc jockey on the events. Although uh, Jess does have a radio show now, and we'll tell you. About about that too uh, later on in the half hour. So you, but but I let me back up for just a second before I move on. Your dad uh, had done some disc jockey work. Am I correct about that? He was in a band actually, okay. a wedding band. Okay. Yeah, he was. He started playing guitar in, in a little garage band when he was like I think thirteen or fourteen, and then that evolved. This the same members actually for the most part. His best friend Frank Sprentz from the Keysport. Um, they evolved into the Harmony Band, okay. which they played out weddings every every weekend. And now he has a studio in his basement where I pre-record my shows, and he also runs sound for um, bands whenever they ask him. Let me jump back even further to just when we were sort of defining some of the terms here. When we say disc jockey, you know, in the 50s and 60s, right up through the 70s and 80s, that probably would have meant vinyl, meaning records, meaning turntables. And then that kind of evolved into, you mentioned, and what made me think of this is you mentioned your first CD that you bought. Well, by the 80s, 90s, that was CDs. And now it's probably MP3s and WAV files and, and uh, AAC files. What, what do you use? You're not, are you actually jockeying discs, not to be funny, or are you playing computer <laughs> files? I used the jockey discs when I first started. I had you know, books and books filled with discs, and you tried to make the entire CD full of songs that you think you could leave in for a while. But now all of my music is on an external hard drive. Um, it's about as big as a wallet. You plug it into your computer and then you're able to search for all of those songs. And then I also download directly from different websites where I have subscriptions to Mm -hmm. get my music. You have to be legal about it. You download directly to your computer, so it's all electronic. And that's a lot easier to lug around than a crate of vinyl, I can say, from personal experience. Yes, exactly. So much easier, which... That's part of my theory for uh, female and male DJs, but we can get into that yeah, later. Yeah, after, after, after we take our next break, let's get into that. Um, but first, you started then actually DJing while you were attending Edinburgh? Correct, yeah. My sorority sister was a DJ at the local dance bar slash kind of club. So I credit the owner of that bar, um, Pat Hargrist and Kip Moore at the time. It was the hotel bar in Edinburgh. I credit the owners for hiring female DJs, but I was making a lot of requests. And she says, girl, you know your music. You should be a DJ. So I said, okay, let's do it. $40 and free beer, you know, every Wednesday and Saturday. <laughs> that, that, was, that was pretty cool. So yeah, that was my, that was my side gig. I did that for uh, three years. I worked my way up and was in charge of the other DJs. There are some gigs now that I wish I was paid $40 and free beer for. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, the time goes quickly. We have the second break to take. When we come back, uh, let's talk about um, how you turned this into a career and also about why more and more women like you are becoming women who rock, okay? Sounds good. Stay tuned. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air. 
and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. Welcome back. Our guest for a few more minutes is Jessica McKelvey. She's from White Oak. DJ Jess is her professional name. She was recently uh, called one of the women who rock. She opened up for Sheila E. Uh, on uh, Stage AE on the north side. She also was featured on one of the parade floats uh, at the Pittsburgh Pride Parade a few weeks ago. So it's been a busy May for her. And she has a radio show, which we haven't even mentioned yet, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. Um, when we took the break, I sort of asked you, you're, you're, you got a degree from Edinburgh University, and then you mm-hmm. went to uh, Carlo and got a master's degree in education, correct? Correct. Did, yeah. you, ever, did you ever teach, or did you go prof- directly into this uh, profession of, of so, being an entertainer? Yeah, I did teach for a, a while. I graduated and taught for, I think, about a year and a half. I would substitute teaching um, through Propel Charter School, yeah. and then right before I, I became pregnant with my first child... And at that time, I was at Plum as a paraprofessional, and I decided to stop working there and just enjoy my pregnancy and have my baby. Okay. Um, yeah. What did, I mean, you obviously have a support network then from your family who said, yeah, this is, a, this is a good idea. You could turn this into a profession, right? Well, that's actually not how it went down because my oh. mother was a teacher, and I think she was pretty – I mean, she, she always has led me – to be my own person and do what I want to do. But I think, you know, they, they thought that was a good idea was to be a teacher. But um, when I decided to do this, you know, I, I didn't I didn't want to give up that degree and the $80,000 I spent to right. get it. And, I, you know, it's like I, I could be here right now, but instead I'm trying to start, start from scratch. So I went to a conference and heard five women speak on a panel, five entrepreneurs, and I sat down with one of them and I told her my dilemma. You know, I have this degree, but I also truly want to start my own business. Um, I'm not sure what to do. What would you suggest? And she says, well, how old are you? And I think I was about 31 at the time. And she said, you know what? You have time. Go for it, and you can always use that degree later. So that's when I decided that I was going to do it. And, 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 and when did you begin making this your full-time career? So the way that it went down in a nutshell is, um, you know, I stopped teaching had my first son. After I had him, I was looking for work part-time work. I was on Craigslist and I saw a company was hiring DJs. Okay. So I said, okay, you know, I've done that. I do it every now and then on the side. I did it off and on while I was in master school um, at a dive bar just doing karaoke and, and just very small shows. So I hooked up with that company, started working bigger gigs, mobile gigs, and realized that I truly did love DJing and that I think I can, I thought maybe I can make money off this. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can do this. So that's when I was working for them, um, got pregnant again, <laughs> had my second son, and that's when I went to that panel was just to kind of, you know, see where I could be and get some fresh ideas. And then I decided to do it part ways with them, start my own company, and see if I could, you know, fulfill that dream of being an entrepreneur. And, and you've gone all over. We're talking with Jessica McKelvey. She, McKelvey she's from White Oak, djjess412.com. You've gone all, all over the country, although I think you don't usually stray too far from Pittsburgh, correct? Yes, I uh, I love to travel and DJ. It's something that I try to do as often um, as possible with a family and with my schedule. So it kicked off with me going to um, Las Vegas, Nevada, mm-hmm. for a conference called Mobile Beat. It is a DJ conference that happens every year in March in Las Vegas, and there's seminars all day, all day, and then there's parties at night. So I submitted an application to um, DJ for a party. It was the uh, 
TV DJ takeover. So you just submit a video. They went through all of these applicants, watched the video of you DJing, and decided if you would be a good fit. I got chosen, and I had a 15-minute set amongst 12 other DJs from the country. So Las Vegas, I also did that again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to Atlantic City. I've DJed there for two events, Virginia Beach for a wedding, Charleston, West Virginia for Girls' Night Out last year in August, and then I'll be returning to that also this year. Okay. So New York City's on my list. I really want to get to New York City, and I want to get to D.C., and then I will feel like I've done it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, we, we have a couple minutes left, and, and one of the things I said I wanted to ask you about is this, I think, has traditionally and I'm putting like sort of quote marks around that, been viewed as like mostly men DJs. Certainly in radio disc jockeying, that's been a problem, has been a, a lack of, of women uh, in, in broadcasting and DJing roles. Yes, absolutely. Um, is that a problem in, in club and wedding DJing as well, or is that starting to change? 100%. It is changing slowly but surely, not as quickly in Pittsburgh as it is in other places. Surprise, like surprise. Like New York and like California. They have an extensive female DJ network out there, but... Uh, I was just talking about Mobile Beat, and that's the one place where I go to where the line for the men's bathroom is longer than the females. And I'm not joking (laughs) or exaggerating. I just say, bye, guys, and I walk straight in. (laughs) Yeah, so my theory on that, if we have time for it real quick, is because of how you mentioned earlier in the show that it, you know, they had all the vinyl records, they had to lug around all of the CDs. I believe that the profession is becoming more mobile. It's becoming lighter. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, we know that they've gotten rid of uh, all the vinyl you had to lug in. Now that's just a small hard drive. Yep. So it's lighter. I think that the equipment is becoming lighter. The speakers, there's, there's more equipment geared towards. If you're not super buff, like speaker stands that are air pressurized and raised themselves, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that's my theory on why more females are getting into it. I, I, there's probably more to it, man, but that's, that's just kind of one of the chapters that I've written. If somebody hears this and either they themselves or maybe they have a grandchild or a niece or a nephew who has expressed an interest in music but is, is not necessarily a musician, they don't want to play an instrument necessarily, um, mm-hmm. and, but they've expressed an interest in maybe becoming a disc jockey, where would they go to get more information? How would they find out? Uh, how would they learn like you did? Well... So my situation's a little different because social media wasn't around. You know, that's Mm -hmm. how I spearheaded my business. But I would say connect with other DJs in your area. You know, search to see, put in DJ and see who comes up. Or if you know a DJ that you've seen at a club, reach out to them. Ask them, hey, do you have a minute where I could, you know, come out before your show or I could buy you a beer or a cup of coffee and we could sit down and talk? That's the best thing. I wish I would have done that was to find a mentor mm-hmm. to give you one-on-one advice. And I'm here if anybody wants to message me. I said I wanted to be a teacher, so obviously <laughs> I like to help. <laughs> so you can reach out to me at DJ Jeff 412 on Facebook. Okay. Are there any uh, public events or uh, club dates that you have coming up uh, that if people wanted to come and see you work, uh, they could do that? August. You know what? I only have weddings coming up. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm, I'm booking that girls' night out in Charleston, but nothing. It, I got to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need one more iconic event in Pittsburgh. <laughs> but for now, um, you could find any of my performances that I have done on my Facebook page and on my website. When, when you're not uh, DJing music professionally, what are you listening to? Uh, give people a couple recommendations of uh, ah. what you're interested in these days. Okay, so I Spotify a lot of songs mm-hmm. whenever um, I listen to YEP in my car, and then a lot of the Avet Brothers, uh, okay. that's like a bluegrass folk yeah. indie type of deal whenever I'm chilling. 
Or I listen to a lot of Sia okay. <laughs> whenever I'm getting ready for gigs. Uh, she just puts me in the zone. I think she has an amazing voice, and she's super talented. Her old stuff is a little bit better than her new stuff. And uh, I listen to a lot of hip-hop, too, um, like Common in the Roots, okay. which is a conscious hip-hop. It's more poetic. It's, yeah. You can understand what they're saying, and they're actually telling a story. And um, that's actually what I feature on my radio show, too. So. Oh, and, and let's get a plug-in for that, because you have recently started doing a uh, radio show on the Internet station uh, in McKeesport, WMCK.FM, and it's called Speaker Honey, and it's uh, when? It's on Thursdays. Yes, Thursdays at 4 until 5 p.m., then the rebroadcast Friday at 6. And it features hip-hop, like I just talked about, good hip-hop, neo-soul, which is kind of a mix of gospel and R&B, and then also Funktronica, which is funk-based music that has a little bit more of an electronic build to it. Okay. Uh, so, so a little bit of something for everyone. Um, DJ Jess has been our guest, uh, Jessica McKelvey. She's from White Oak. You can find her website, djjess412.com. Uh, you can find her on Facebook as well at djjess412. Congratulations on the Stage AE gig, and uh, good luck this summer. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jay. Thanks for having me. This was super fun. No problem. And thank you all for listening today to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport here. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.